Greetings Earthlings, today I'm back with a re-review of a microphone that I labeled as one of the worst microphones I've ever used. That microphone is the CAD U1, and if you are interested in this microphone, it has a suggested MSRP of $60, but it seems like it goes for significantly cheaper. I bought it for $16, so I'll throw some links in the description down below if you want to check it out. Also, for this review, I'm running the microphone directly into my Mac. My gain is set at 75%, recording 16-bit 48 kilohertz. I will not do any kind of post-processing, but I may boost it a little bit in post, so check the doobly-doo to see what I diddly did. Now let's talk about what comes in the box. Of course, you are going to get the microphone, which comes with a 6-foot USB cable permanently attached. You'll get a desktop tripod with a microphone clip already installed. And a bit of documentation, but it turns out to just be a brochure for other CAD products. Then as far as the build quality, it really doesn't feel amazing, but given what I paid for it, I really shouldn't be complaining. It has an all-plastic body. It does have a metal mesh grill, which doesn't have any give to it, which is nice. Directly next to the grill, you will find a light to let you know that the microphone is plugged in and getting power, and while you're recording, it will blink red the entire time, which is terribly annoying. Beneath that, you'll find the on-off switch, Near the end of the microphone, you'll find the permanently attached 6-foot cable, and I measured it to be 6 feet, even though it says it should be 10 feet. And if it matters to you, this microphone is made in China. I also want to provide a side-by-side -side comparison against the original and the one that I have now, because they are quite different. You can tell it has a different body, it has a different switch, it has a different grill, and if I am not mistaken, it also has a different capsule. So to me, it seems like the CAD U1 is completely different from the CAD U1. I think they should label this CAD U1 V2 so people know it's a different microphone because it does not seem the same at all. Then as far as the specs, this microphone has a cardioid polar pattern, a frequency response of 80 Hz to 16 kHz, a sensitivity of around negative 53 dB, and a conversion rate of 16-bit and 48 kHz. Now I am rotating around the CAD U1 to 90 degrees so you can hear the off-axis rejection and coloration. Continuing around the microphone to 180 degrees, here's the rear of the mic. Continuing around to the second 90 degree angle, here we are. And then rotating and ending at the front of the microphone. Now let's go ahead and test the plosive rejection of this thing. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Now I'm right on top of the microphone, almost clipping, and this is what the proximity effect on this thing sounds like. Now I'm about three inches off of the mic with it pointed at the corner of my mouth, and here's how it sounds. About one foot away from the microphone, about two feet away from the microphone, and about four feet away from the CAD U1. Now I am typing on a keyboard with Gatoron Blue switches to see how much of my voice versus how much of the keyboard it picks up. And for the gaming folk, now I am typing on the sad W keys and the spacebar keys. Now, here is how this microphone sounds in a well-treated room. And here is how the microphone sounds in a completely untreated space. 
Now I have the mic on the provided desktop tripod. I'm going to place this directly in front of me, pointed at my mouth about a foot away. I'll tap on my desk so you can see how much of that it can reject. And in a real world situation, if you were typing, this is how that would sound while you're talking and using the desktop tripod. Now I have the mic back on one of the scissor boom arms and I'll tap on my desk again so we can hear how much it rejects here and tapping on the boom arm. Okay, and then tapping on a keyboard or typing on a keyboard again. A lot better than if you are using the provided desktop stand. Now I'm going to tap on the body to see if there are any kind of resonant frequencies. I really doubt that this will come up, but since it is a handheld form factor, I will pass it back and forth between my hands so you can hear what kind of handling noise rejection it offers, which it seems like none. Now I'm going to go ahead and throw the CAD U1 in my box of doom isolation cabinet and slowly increase the gain for the mic so that we can see what kind of noise floor this thing has. And yes, this microphone is not plugged in and you're listening to the camera mic. Magic. All right, with the sample rate set at the only option available of 48 kilohertz and the I.O. buffer of 64 samples, we have a 7.1 millisecond round trip latency or two and a half milliseconds output. Jumping up to 128 samples, we have 9.7 milliseconds round trip or 3.8 milliseconds output. And at 256, we have a 15 millisecond round trip or six and a half milliseconds output. Now we're going to do a quick spoken word comparison between the microphone that we're reviewing and a couple of other microphones on the market. I've selected what I think are the direct competition to the CADU one, and that way we'll know how it stacks up against the competition. We'll start on the mic that we're reviewing. This is the CADU one 16-bit, 48 kilohertz, gain set at 75%, and here's how it sounds. Now I am on the original CAD U1 about three inches off. My gain is set at 1% and here is how it's sounding. If you can tell, we are clipping. If you can tell, there is a high pitched whine. And if you can tell, it is still picking up radio signals. I am thrilled to know that my opinion holds up that the original CAD U1 is still the worst microphone I have ever used. Gain is at 1% and I'm clipping. Okay. Back again on the CAD U1. Nothing has changed. Here's how it sounds. Check the lower third. Let's jump to another mic. Now I am on the Behringer XM8500, which is an XLR dynamic mic. This goes for about $25. I'm then running this over an XLR cable into the Focusrite 18i20 second gen. Gain set at around 4 o'clock. And here is how this sounds compared to the CAD U1. And if you hear this noise... 
That is somebody blowing up a bouncy castle outside or something. I don't know what they're doing. They may be shredding humans or something. I don't know. Let's do more comparisons. <laughs> In case you forgot how the current CAD U1 sounds like, this is what it sounds like. Let's jump to another microphone comparison. Now I am on the Samson Q2U, which goes for about $70, running over USB directly into my Mac. Gain is set at 50%, 16-bit 48 kilohertz, and here is how this microphone sounds compared to the new CAD U1. We have another microphone comparison to do, so I wanted to let you cleanse your palate. This is what the CAD U1 sounds like, 3 inches off, gain at 75%. Let's jump to another one. Now I am on the Audio-Technica ATR2100X-USB. This is another XLR and USB dynamic mic. This goes for about $100, 3 inches off, connected directly to my Mac with my gain set at 61%, also recording 16-bit 48kHz, and here is how this sounds and compares to the CAD U1. Let's jump back and do one more, I think. And this should be the final microphone in the comparison. You all know what it's going to be, but first up, this is the CAD U1. Let's now do a completely fair comparison. And finally, we are on the Neumann U87AI, cardioid polar pattern, no filters engaged, connected to the 18i20, gain set at 11 o'clock. And here is how this compares to the CAD U1. Totally a fair comparison. Definitely worthwhile and not to be used as a control from video to video. I know people looking at the CAD U1 are saying, ah, well, how does it compare to the U87? Let's go to the music test. <laughs> I've got nothing left to sing about And all the pop-punk songs, they hate their town Maybe it's time that I hate my town as well Cause there's nothing to sing about Yeah, I've run out of things to talk about. I guess I could sing about Bigfoot or UFOs or aliens or just go full-on pop-punk. I hate my town. My mom won't buy me an Xbox. I just love pizza. That's my entire personality. It really is. I am just through and through. I'm stuck in 2001. It's pathetic. Let's go to the conclusion. <laughs> well, I think it's fair to say that the modern CAD U1 is a massive, and I mean massive, improvement over the original, but I still think it is kind of rough. And first up, as far as pros, as my AC turns on, I apologize for that. I'm not going to go shut it off. The first thing has to be the affordability. This thing is incredibly affordable, and I think that will be the main factor that draws people to it. The first thing that makes people even consider it. The second pro will be the fact that it is plug and play. That's going to make this thing incredibly appealing and easy to use for beginners because they don't need to get all funky with a bunch of downloads and plugins and drivers and all that stuff. 
But then as far as cons, the microphone has that typical USB mic buzz, which is just obnoxious. Also, the plosive rejection on this thing is absolutely abysmal. The handling noise rejection is non-existent. The on-off switch is incredibly noisy, so whoever is listening to you is going to know when you're muting or unmuting, whether you're streaming or if you're in a conference call. And the off switch drew my attention to something. When I switch the microphone off, it creates a high-pitched buzz, and it almost sounds like a synthesizer. I'm sure you can hear that. And I also noticed that when I tapped on the desktop tripod. So it's just another quirk that this thing has that I think is a drawback. And now what are my overall thoughts and opinions of the modern CAD U1? Frankly, I didn't like it for any of the musical applications. On the electric guitar, somehow, it exaggerated that USB buzz. It made it worse. I would never use it on electric guitar because of that. On the acoustic guitar, I think it is passable, but it comes across very low detail and dull. It's just not a very appealing sound. It's nothing that I would reach for if I had other options available. Next up for singing, again, I wasn't a big fan of it here. It just comes across low detail, dull, uninteresting, and it's not flattering. It's nothing that I would be reaching for if I have any alternatives available. If it's all that you got, I think you could make it work. You will just need to get a bit creative with the EQ to get the right sound for your mix. And finally, for spoken word, I think that's the best application for this microphone. Now, don't get me wrong. Do I think this microphone sounds amazing? No. Do I think there are much better sounding microphones out there? Yes. But this microphone is incredibly affordable. Technically, it functions. And the biggest thing that I want to say, I don't think it's offensive or painful to listen to. So as far as meeting that really important threshold of getting good enough audio that's not painful to listen to for your listeners, I think this does that at a very reasonable price. And to wrap up, would I recommend the CAD U1? Maybe and no. Let's start with a no. If you are looking at this microphone thinking you want to add it to a mic locker for music applications, no, I would not recommend it. I did not like it on any of those use cases. So I would say look elsewhere. Look at the XM8500 and a USB interface. Then the reason I'm saying maybe is I don't think it's an offensive sound for spoken word. It's also incredibly affordable. So if you are looking for a $20 plug-and-play spoken word microphone, I kind of recommend it. The reason I'm hesitant to say yes, I would recommend it is because of the flaws of this thing. The plosive rejection on this thing is pretty bad, so you will need to have a really good microphone technique. And even though I do have pretty good mic technique, I'm fairly certain I popped the mic a couple of times. Most beginners who are looking at a $20 mic are not going to have good mic technique. So that is a pretty big concern for me, and I think it could be a big issue for beginners. The second big drawback is the handling noise and shock rejection. Because it comes with that desktop tripod, that's what most people will be using, especially beginners. 20 bucks, buy the mic, put it on the stand, you're going to run into issues with tapping on your desk, typing on your keyboard, and popping the microphone. So. Although it's cheap, although it's affordable, I think it can work well for spoken word if you are on a really tight budget. I think you need to be very conscious, 
conscious, conscious while you're using it. Not conscience. Microphones don't have consciences. Con- consci- you need to be aware of what you're doing <laughs> while you're using this microphone because you will pop it and you will bump your desk and it will be very apparent while you're talking in a voice chat or something. That is all that I've got for you today. I hope that didn't come across too harsh. I should give props where it's due. I am thrilled that CAD made such a big improvement over the original CAD U1. It doesn't pick up radio frequencies. It doesn't clip at 1%. This is a completely different microphone. This is a microphone that is worth the $20 that I paid for it. The original was not worth the box that it was shipped in. This one is worth the money at 20 bucks. But if you found this video fun, interesting, or helpful, go ahead and give me a thumbs up. Hated it, big old thumbs down. If you want more videos, you can subscribe. If you want to support the channel and be one of these amazing people, you can do so by clicking that join button or going to patreon.com slash podcastage and joining at the $5 tier or higher. It really does help me continue to bring you these videos. So until next time, thank you all so much for watching. Thank you for listening. I will talk to you in a week, probably. Okay, bye.